6-15 and uh, a big W for uh, the Vikings. Ooh. Thank God. That was a scary W. On a, on a side note, real quick, um, that the little boy, Lil Kirk, yeah, he uh, got a Zoom call last week with Kirk Cousins. He and his family live in Iowa. I have the update on our website at mixwithlight.com um, and the app. So he it's like a 15-minute Zoom call with Kirk Cousins. That's A, super cool about that. And Kirk Cousins was asking him all kinds of questions and was saying how he's like, oh, yeah, you know, me and the other players, we, we saw you on the big screen. That was so awesome. So we want to give you and your mom and dad tickets to come to the game. And, and it was his birthday, yep. and he was turning eight, So which Kirk was saying is his favorite number. Oh, I love that. So just such a cool story to that whole thing. But can you imagine... And I'm sure he got to meet some of the Vikings. I would, I would guess. I mean, yeah, he he met um, Kirk. Nice. Yeah. There's videos all over TikTok, and uh, he was also on TV a couple of times. <laughs> they showed him in the stands. Can you imagine any game after this will be such a letdown for this kid? And that's what his mom was saying. She's Aww. like, "This is so awesome," but she's like, "Okay, he's only eight. His very first Vikings game, he ends up being like the king of the jumbotron." Right. Then the second game, he gets to meet Kirk Cousins, gets free tickets, you know, all this. She's like, <laughs> she goes, we don't know what, we're worried the next time we ever come to a game, he's going to be like, what? Yeah, he's going to be upset. Yeah, he's, he's so used to this uh, rock and roll treatment. But anyway, I thought that was kind of cute. Oh, super cute. So I did not see the game, but uh, Ian, you were saying the, f- the first half was great. Second half was a nail biter. Oh, yeah. I My hair was starting to fall out. Oh, it was not good. But they hung on. They got the dub. Thank goodness. <laughs> How did Justin Jefferson do? Did he, he kill it? Uh, no, he did not kill it. But there was a lot of uh, holding, both on uh, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. They would uh, hold him on his jersey so he couldn't really get I think he had about 45 yards, and he did have a touchdown. Right. So Despite that. Right. Despite not even being able to move. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. That's what happens when, you, when you're the GOAT. I mean, well, I wouldn't. He's still pretty young to be called the GOAT, Gene. He's a he's a junior. He's a baby GOAT. There you go. <laughs> right. Can you imagine, like, I mean, was this his third year? Yeah. Can you imagine, you know, six, seven years down the road? I mean, that he's so good right now. Right. If he keeps his pace up. Yeah, that's Ooh. insane. So there you go. Now it's uh, the Lions and uh, the Vikings f- to lock the NFC North, which Ian explained to me that the Vikings would have to lose every one of their next games, and the Lions would, Lions have, to would have to win them all. Yeah. So I think it's a it's a pretty safe bet, man. Oh yeah, I mean there's about five games left, so I think you could start printing up those NFC Division North champion sweatshirts. For the Vikings. That'd be nice. And then hopefully there's more after that, and it's not this massive letdown of, well, now there we go. <laughs> We're the division, and that's, you know, as far as we get. So I mean, I'm pretty vibes. sure I'm pretty sure the Vikes play the Lions coming up here. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, next Sunday. Uh, so next Sunday we'll pretty much uh, decide the, I mean, it could. Yeah, that's fantastic. What a year for the Vikings. Oh, my God. With all the new people running things, and, man, so there's so much talent, and this is their year. They got to do it, really, you know? 
Yeah, I, I I think they're going to win the NFC North. I mean, they got the Lions next oh, week. Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about that. I just then they got the Colts, the Giants on Christmas Eve, and then the Packers, and they end the season with the Bears. Nice. Yeah, they um they I they got that as a lock. I'm just hoping they make it to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that'd be nice. So and win it. Can you imagine? Oof. Oh my gosh! All these Vikings fans out there just went. Oh! It'd be amazing. <laughs> we got Maroon 5 on deck, Nikki Hoare, uh, and Justin Bieber coming up next on Mix 108. And Good morning. Time right now is 634, 22 degrees, downtown Duluth. That's our, our high today is going to be 23, so uh, not much warmer. So Starbucks fans are furious over new awkward tipping system. Uh-oh. Starbucks recently rolled out a new tipping system that allows customers who are paying with a card to leave the barista a tip. The new system is ruffling feathers, though. Baristas saying it's awkward to ask customers if they're choosing to leave a tip. The new tipping feature uh, rolled out across North America prompts customers who pay by card to have the option to leave one $1, $2, or other amount or no tip after they insert their card to pay for their beverage or baked goods. Not everyone is happy about the new system, though, including employees who took to TikTok to express how uncomfortable it makes them feel. See, that's kind of weird. Like at a different place like Starbucks. Yeah. If you use the card, then it goes through like if your card, whatever, and then you pull your card out and then the tip thing pops up. They don't say a word. Right. It's just automatically on there. Yeah. Or like Subway, same thing. Yep. They don't say anything. So that seems kind of weird at Starbucks if they if the barista has to ask you if you want to leave a tip. Oh, yeah. That would be uncomfortable. I know some places say uh, there's an option if you want to leave a tip or not, rather than like, hey, you're going to leave a tip? Because <sighs> right. I've had that before. Right. So, I mean, but I think what's awkward, what they're saying is awkward is like the barista having to ask. Right. Versus just... You know, it's it's on there, and they can just hit whatever they want. But I think most people that I know, I don't drink the fancy coffees. Like, I don't. I drink just plain black coffee. But I know tons of people that any of those, any coffee shops like that, they always leave a tip because they put extra effort into making your coffee. Yeah. You know, especially if you got 10 splashes of this and four goat milk or whatever. I don't even goat understand. Goat milk and 10 splashes of this. I, I don't even understand it half the time when I listen to my friends order these. I'm like, I don't, what planet are you from? Like, what? And so they always usually give a, a tip anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, I just think it's the nature of the beast. You know, I mean, I just think that it's just one of those things where, um, and we've talked about this a million different times oh, too yeah. of like or if you do stuff to go food to go do you tip the person at the hostess stand i've always you know? i've always wondered that i still do just cuz it's in me to tip i do too because i feel like i'm being weird like being cheap and weird right. so i feel compelled to have to tip mm-hmm. you know and they i mean they got your stuff together i mean yeah it's it's a slippery slope because there's lots of people like, well, they didn't bring it to my table and blah, 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 you know, whatever. So, but I just, again, feel bad for the, I feel bad for the employees. Yeah. Because I would feel very awkward having to ask with every single customer that uses a card, which I would think is a majority, to be like, would you like to leave a tip? I'm just upset there wasn't a tip system in place when I worked at uh, the fat food, fast food places back in the day. Mm-hmm. How dare they? I mean, some have like, Smaller places have like the tip bucket kind of thing, but yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> speaking of tips. Look up on YouTube my favorite place to eat in Chicago, Wiener Circle. Yes. Um. Yeah, that place is the you. Well, you get screamed at. Let's just say that. And every time I've eaten there, and you always pay cash. They'll keep your money. Yep. They'll, they'll take your change and they'll put it in the tip jar and you don't say a word about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my favorite is when I watched Conan go to there. Oh, it was so good. Oh, my God. The very first time I ever went, and you, the only time I've ever gone and the best time to go is after bars. So you go super late at night and you don't ever sit inside to eat. There's only like four stool, bar stools. You sit outside or unless you're getting it to go because there's like picnic tables out there. And it's usually like cheek to cheek in there, and they scream at you when you walk when you're in the door of what you want. The, I mean, it's a it's an experience, but they keep your money, and you don't say a word. Let's just leave it at that, and check it out on YouTube if you don't believe me, because it's the real deal. See you coming up, Harry Styles too, and Jack's Victoria's Secret is next on Mix One Hundred Eight. Hey, it's Lauren. Coming up next hour. We've got Ian's Toolbox, plus we'll give you a chance to win a uh, pass for two to the Arrowhead Ice Fishing and Winter Show. That's coming up December 9th through the 11th, so we've got a uh, free pass for you there. Also next hour, we are going to talk about (laughs) ways to tell someone is from Duluth without telling you they're from Duluth. Yes. Love that. All that and more coming up next hour right here on Mix 108. Ready for some. Stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. So we start off this morning by a man in state, state, oh wow, I can't even talk, state college, there we go, Pennsylvania, where he was uh, staggering along University Drive when uh, officers stumbled upon him. They were bringing him to a family member rather than taking him in. However, once they arrived at his family member's house, the man then bit the officer's finger. And then he was taken into custody. Oh, my God. Yep. He uh, told the officer, sorry, he got a little hungry. Not a good thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Going down to Florida, store surveillance cameras caught a man... Stealing over $5,000 worth of merchandise. This man literally just grabbed a bunch of stuff and just dragged it out the front door. I mean, Gene, look at this from the surveillance camera footage. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Not obvious at all. No, 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 no. He had bags and purses and all this just walking out of the store. So police are still trying to find this man. But wow. Wow. Uh, sticking in Florida, uh, actually a St. Cloud, Florida, officers were hosting a shop with a cop event at a Walmart when uh, one man named Brad decided that uh, he wanted to uh, do a little five-finger discount. Well, he was obviously caught right away since the store literally was filled with police officers. The sheriff's department even wrote on their Facebook page, Brad decided to steal from our good neighbors and partners at Walmart in St. Cloud while we were conducting the shop with a cop event with the children of our community. Bad idea, Brad. <laughs> and that, Gene, is going to do it for my toolbox. Oh, my God. People are just so ridiculous. I know. Nothing like stealing from a business when there's literally a bunch of cops there. Oh. 
Oh, come and, you, and get me, copper. And you know they're there because there are signs everywhere, let alone officers in uniform. Oh, wow. Yep, there you go. That's why the jails are full. Beyonce now, her latest, this is Cuff It. I'm mixing away. Ian, in the morning, 22 degrees right now, high today of 23. And I must say, looking over this list, that uh, my uh, co-host Ian is a genius. No, no, no. Because these are absolutely hysterical. But you're born and raised here, so uh, you definitely have the insight to what to say uh, you're from Duluth without saying you're from Duluth. Yeah, that's honestly one of my favorite trends is, you know, tell me something without actually telling me something. (laughs) So I'm like, how can I relate this? To Duluth. Right. And so I tried my best, Gene. Well, this list is, it's pretty spot on. There's some I got to say that I don't know, though, for sure. And I've lived here a pretty long time. Um, The one that I personally would never, ever figure out is recognizing the name of a ship entering Duluth Harbor by the sound of their horn. (laughs) That's that's pretty in tune. Like, oh, yeah, that's definitely the James R. Barker. I know that sound. (laughs) What I like, and then there's sometimes there's like complete opposites. Like sometimes you'll find yourself saying, you know what? I think I'm going to run grandma's this year. And then the entire opposite, like, oh, grandma's week and I'm getting out of town. You know, <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> no, well, no, she says she signs up for the half. Yeah. But uh, still, yeah, God bless you. I love this one because I've heard people slaughtered this before we'll call it the deck instead of the d-e-c-c yeah and same thing with amsoil and not amsoil uh probably my favorite out of all these saying you're taking the bong over has an entirely different meaning honestly that was my favorite one <laughs> that and i think the most relatable one is uh wearing a hockey jersey as your jacket i've seen that quite a few times in my day or did you always have a uh a jacket in your car at all times. Yes. Because you just never know. And you refuse to turn the heat on until it's below 50 degrees and you just tell your loved ones to add layers. <laughs> Been there. It's not that cold. Because <laughs> you can literally see your breath inside the house. Or you constantly use the excuse you're late to, to be late because you got bridged. Oh, also been there. But that one's a tough one because unless you're in Canal Park or you live... Right. Um... And uh, whatchamacallit, you can't really use that as an excuse. Uh, the first pair of shoes you buy your kid is actually a pair of ice skates. I can believe that for sure. No, I actually, I had a lot of fun putting this list together. It's fa- it's fantastic. Uh, look for that uh, later today on our website at Mix108.com because it's really funny. And even, yeah, and it's like, I mean, I'm not from Duluth, but I've lived here long enough that I consider myself a Duluthian. And I'm reading these just going, yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Oh, my God, I love it. Pharrell Williams on deck. Uh, we've got Taylor Swift and Lil Nas X. That's coming up next on Mix 108. Time right now is 7.33, and uh, we were talking earlier this morning. I was complaining about the sidewalks by my apartment were really icy, and Ian saying, well, how about the roads by his house? He's like, I'd rather have slippery sidewalks than roads. Yeah. Because you're in your vehicle, and you could end up crashing. It is so scary going to, I mean, it's only, I only need to do it for two blocks, but still I'm like, I got stop signs, but I'm like, there's a, like an 80% chance I'm not stopping at the oh, stop God, sign. That is the absolute worst feeling. It is glare ice. Winter in Minnesota can be pretty bleak and uh, 
A lot of accidents happen too in oh. auto body. It's auto body repair season. Some construction season. It's auto body repair season. Our lovely winters bring snow and ice in the roadways, which leads to more accidents. But there's a new problem this year. It's supply chain issues. Oh no! Uh, WDIO did a story the other night about how some auto body shops in the Northland are having issues not only with supply chains but also staffing. Arrowhead Auto Body in Duluth, they pointed out that cars have much more technology now. There's computer chip shortages. Uh, Cars now have radar parts for radar cruise control. Those are in short supply. They said they even had one customer that their car had to wait five months for a module. Also, uh, Fox Business explains that a major part of the delays because some auto body repair shops rely on getting parts from dealerships. Mm-hmm. And so the dealerships are having that same problem of supply chain issues. So parts are a really big issue. So if you have a vehicle that's not drivable and you have to rent a car, good luck, man, because insurance only pays so much for car rentals. And right. car rentals aren't cheap. Well, didn't you say even when you went to... Um, um Get your uh, oil change. They're booked until like next month. Yeah, it's at the dealership because through my lease, I get free um, oil changes. So that's why I'm like, well, I'm not going to go somewhere and pay for it when I get it done for free. Right. But yeah, I can't get until January 6th to get my oil changed (laughs) because they just they're so backed up. So but I mean, for me, I mean, I'm fine. I'm not like super far over and it's okay. I mean, I, I understand that that's the way it is. But I'm telling you, just. Not like you ever want to get in an accident, but be extra, extra careful because it's going to cost you some money. Right. Uh, between, you know, if you have to rent a car or if your, you know, vehicle's out of commission and, oof. and, you know, it's, and it's tough because my dad had always said to me, Mr. Insurance Man, keep your head on a swivel and just mm-hmm. drive defensively because he's like, you know, you may be. Okay. But the person around you not paying attention or whatever. I was driving to Superior the other night. And the car behind me from, like, uh, downtown all the way to the uh, Superior exit on 35, they didn't have their lights on. And they're driving behind me. No. And they're in, like, a black vehicle. My vehicle's black, so I'm worried they can't see me. I mean, they can because my lights are on. Right. But can you imagine that whole way driving and they didn't realize they didn't have their lights on? It's like, don't you, haven't you figured out you can barely see me in front of you? (laughs) You know, it's just like, come on. Then when I got off the exit to go on the Bong Bridge and they finally turned their lights on, I'm like, whoa, what do you know? Someone finally realized they're driving with their lights off. And this is at like eight o'clock at night. Like, oh my goodness. So be careful out there because there's shortages in Pretty much every category, and you don't want to be that person again that has a vehicle waiting months to get repaired. Pink, her latest Never Gonna Dance Again, Never Gonna Not Dance Again, is coming up. Post Malone 2 and Baby Rexa and David Guetta, I'm good. Her latest next on Mix 108. This is the Northland's number one. Gene and Ian in the morning. Uh, coming up next hour, we've got an information update. Plus, we're going to talk about uh, presents people from the Twin Ports do not want to get for Christmas. So we're already 20 days away. Yeah, so... If you have bought any of these, return them quickly or give them to uh, someone in Wisconsin. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about that. Plus, I remember hearing about the guy that uh, fell off the cruise ship recently. It was like last week. Oh, yeah. 20 hours in the water. We'll tell you what he was thinking about as he's bobbing in in the ocean after he fell off of a cruise ship. That's all coming up next hour. And, uh... 
I just I can't even imagine that guy. I could not even imagine. It's scary. Uh, make sure to keep it right here on Mix 108. Here's what's trending. We are looking for caller number eight coming up this weekend. Exciting stuff. It is the Arrowhead Winter and Ice Fishing Show that's uh, going on at the deck. And uh, the phones are hopping. So let's uh, let's go to it and find caller number eight. Hi, Mix it away. Who's this? This is Andy. Hey, Andy, uh, you are caller number eight. You yeah. up those passes for the uh, Arrowhead Ice Fishing and Winter Show. Awesome. Just tell us what station made you winner. Mix 108. That's right, Andy. So uh, there you go. Maybe I'll uh, go there and find some stuff to uh, give for holiday presents. That that would work out pretty nice. I, I gotta Let me hit your button again. I oh, that's I okay. I, I just made a sound. It wasn't anything important. Ooh, says Ooh. Ian. Uh, so speaking of holiday presents, whether it's Christmas or whatever you celebrate this time of year, Ian put together a list of gifts people from this area don't want. So, <laughs> oh jeez, it's, it's a good guide. Well, you know, it's just, hey, what can I say? I've I've been uh, I've been burned before, and I'm just like, come on, people. Uh, number one, just gonna throw it out there. I understand there are some Packer fans that live in the city, but they're wrong. So, in the land of ten thousand lakes, she'll have no clothing apparel that resemble the green and yellow enemies. I remember one Christmas, I was about eight years old. My uncle, who lives in Superior, brought me a present and told me it was a Packers jersey. I literally broke into tears, ran into my room, and said, worst Christmas ever. <laughs> Turns out, it was just a large super soaker water gun. So he's just messing with me. <laughs> I love little Ian throwing a fit. That's oh, fantastic. I was so upset. I'm not going to wear it, Ever. This one completely, I can vouch for this 1,000% because my family doesn't live up here. And so gift cards to places that aren't in Duluth. That I've gotten burned on that more than I can tell you. Uh, yeah, if I had a dime for every time I got an AMC movie theater gift card, knowing that we have Marcus Theaters in Duluth, I would have three dimes, Gene. <laughs> if I had a dime for I just I understand that there's a lot of relatives that live out of town. But, like, you got to know if there's a place in Duluth before you just buy the gift card. You know what I mean? If you're going to buy a gift card, do a generic one like Amazon or something. You yes. Know, the, the, it, it's, not, it's not part of a certain city. Or even those Visa gift cards. Or a Visa gift card, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've, like I said, I don't, I don't even know what I did with them either. I'm just like, um... I think I probably like regifted them to somebody like in the cities because I'm like, yeah, this is oh yeah, it's gonna do me absolutely no good. Um, I love this. I don't really understand this one. The Golden Gopher gear. Oh, because we're in UMD country, Gene. It's, oh, bull, it's bulldog yeah, sure. country up yeah, here. Yeah, but I love. See, I grew up a Golden Gopher fan, so this is one one I struggle with. But a lot of people up here, especially now that Mary Kiss Cam's a thing, it's bulldog country, Gene. Right, I'm aware of that, but <laughs> I didn't realize there was. You couldn't wear other stuff either, but uh, uh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then uh, I would say garden supplies. <laughs> I understand there's quite a few gardeners up here, but uh, I've never really seen anyone in Duluth receive garden supplies for Christmas, and I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites is sunscreen. Oh, get out of here with that. Oh, but see, you get it as a gag gift. Yeah. I got it. Okay. Yeah, because I'm a ginger. Right. I have the fairest skin of all. 
You do need see it's that's not true that you don't need sunscreen in the winter. No, you, you do because when the sun hits the white snow just yep. right and glares off yep. you, you're gonna get burned. And make sure to take care of those lips too. Mm-hmm. I often joke that I uh, get sunburned during a blizzard. That's how, that's how fair-skinned I am. Ian's actually that Irish girl that's laying in the sand on the beach, and you can't, you, can't, you don't realize it's a person to use your swimming suit? I'm literally just that Irish girl. <laughs> she blends right in with the sand. Well, because of the glare of the sun. Oh, my God, that's my favorite ever. Yeah, that's me. If you want to see the rest of that list, you can check it out at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. I don't know why I think that's so funny. I I guess I can just see Ian like in a little tiny speedo laying out at Park Point. It's making me laugh. Wonderful. <laughs> Glass Animals is next on Mix108. Hey, tw- 34 and uh, 23 degrees, downtown Duluth. Ian, Yo. do you have any desire to go on a cruise? You know, sometimes I get confused when people say in, if they're saying in or Ian, and I wasn't sure if you said Ian or in there. But uh, no, I don't like cruises. They scare me. So you're are you afraid of like Titanic kind of situation or claustrophobia or what? I just don't want to be out on sea. Okay. I mean, in case Valid. I get stranded, I don't know. I've seen I've seen movies. Where am I going to go? I'm not a big swimmer. I can doggy paddle a few, <laughs> you know, minutes. Well, I love swimming in the ocean. Consider myself a good, strong swimmer, but I would not want to fall off a cruise ship and have to fend for myself. No. Do I get a door? Uh, right. Uh, a Carnival cruise ship passenger went missing in the Gulf of Mexico, treaded water for 20 hours Yikes. before being rescued, said in an interview last Friday. He never accepted this is it after he fell into the ocean. He said, I want to see my family. I was dead set on making it out of there. I was never accepting it. James Michael Grimes said in an interview, he said, I'm 20 years old. I'm too young. This is not going to be it. He said, I always thought there's a greater purpose for my life. Now I know I'm sure... For sure, I meant to do something on this earth. He went missing around 11 p.m. after he left a bar to use the restroom the night before Thanksgiving as the vessel headed towards Cosmo, Mexico on a five-day voyage. The next thing he reportedly remembered was waking up in the ocean. Oh, no. And the cruise ship was nowhere in sight. He said he did not remember how he went overboard. He said, I feel like I was given a chance right then, telling himself, you're alive for a reason. The fall could have killed me, but I felt like from that moment on, I was trying to stay positive. All you have to do now is swim and survive. He just, he described attempting to reassure himself that they will start looking for me and find me eventually. Now I, cause I kind of have like a morbid sense of myself Okay, where I'll watch shows about like, what's your survivability rate falling off of a cruise ship? It's very slim. <laughs> Because if you do live from the fall, which is A, and then there's hypothermia, there's sharks and other animals in the water, um, and then just pure exhaustion, you drown. Because for those ships to turn around is a big deal. Yeah. And then to try to talk about a needle in a haystack, Mm -hmm. finding a person in the ocean. Um. So, again, like I said, he treaded water for 20 hours before the U.S. Coast Guard found and rescued him shortly before 8.30 p.m. Thanksgiving night, 20 miles south of Southwest Pass, a channel south of Louisiana at the mouth of the Mississippi River. 
A Coast Guard diver involved in the rescue said Grimes had between a minute and 30 seconds left before we lost him completely. Oh. He, uh, he was described as having nothing left. He had no energy and nothing left to give. My best guess, he had between a minute and 30 seconds before he just would have drowned. Oh, my oh. God. Nope. Um, he was swinging a sock, anything he could to make himself more visible to us. Um, he just had an incredible will to survive. Oh, my God. Well, how crazy is this? I mean, okay, obviously he was drinking. Well, yeah. But how drunk do you have to be to not realize you just fell off a cruise ship? He needs to, yeah. jeez. Oh, 100%, dude, you've been given a second chance. Right. I would uh, try to stay sober if I were you mm-hmm. and don't go on cruise ships anymore. No. And then I would sell my story to Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you, though? I mean, I'd want to make some money out of this and be like, I fell off a cruise ship and survived. There you go. He's That's probably 2% of people, if that. The percentage is, it's, it's unbelievable that he survived that. Elton John, Britney Spears on the way. Imagine Dragons 2 and Steve Lacey. Bad Habits coming up next on Mix 108. Hey, it's Lauren. Before we go, Ian and I want to remind you about the Light Up the Northland contest going on sure right do. now. Show us your brightest and most beautiful holiday displays, and you can win some serious money. Now you have, for between now and December 16th, to share your photos of your most creative, most beautiful, and breathtaking holiday displays. Send us a picture, fill out a little bit of info. You can submit it at Mix108.com or on the Mix108 app. And if you win first place, you can win $400. That'd be nice. Yeah. Top prize, 400 bucks, 250 for second prize. It's uh, all brought to you. Thank, thank you to Duluth Transit Authority and Nikki Roy State Farm. So uh, ready to light up the Northland. You've already got your beautiful decorations. You might as well share them with everybody. Share them with the world online. And I uh, can also win some cash. Get lots of extension cords for four hundred dollars and lights. That's right, and Christmas vacation Duluth edition. <laughs> so again, uh, you can apply uh, mix one hundred eight dot com or also on the mix one hundred eight app. That's going to do it for Ian and I. He'll be hanging out with you till ten o'clock, kicking off at nine o'clock. He's got eighty minutes of music, commercial free. Thanks to our friends trip. at Quick Trip. Yep, and uh, also has his throwback song of the day. We'll be back tomorrow morning, six a.m. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning. We know Mondays are always tough, so hopefully uh, we made your uh, morning a little bit easier. You made mine tougher. <laughs> I probably did for <laughs> Ian. Uh, but we will be back again tomorrow, back again tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. We love you guys. Have a great day. Thanks. See you.